0: Good day and welcome to the budding entrepreneur podcast. I'm your host Randy Bridges. In each episode I cover my experiences both good and bad of being a business owner as well as my journey through the crazy world of entrepreneurship to reach my goal of earning one million dollars a year. Now, today's topic, uh, I actually had to re-record this because the file got damaged while I was working on it. This does happen. This is something that you have to kind of take into consideration. I didn't realize it until I have edited a big chunk of it. And then right there in the middle was a big blob of information that was just, I, it was critical to what we were covering. So, I was like, ugh. So, found it. Had to start all over again. These kinds of things happen. So I'm sorry if I'm running a little late today. I apologize for that. Today's topic is going to be on the business cycle. Now this is something that Grant Cardone brought to the, brought to the workshop that I was in. And it's a great particular topic because I've made some mistakes not understanding the business cycle in my own business... You know, we all kind of think about how we do things by following what other people do. And sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes that that really is your following success. But a lot of times I've found that there are key areas of your business that if you follow what everybody else does and you're not exactly where they are, well, let's just say it doesn't work out well for you and you're probably going to be struggling because of that. This happens. It happens quite frequently, in fact. So, I want to talk about the business cycle as Grant Cardone explained it. And, and I've gone back and looked at it and said, yeah, when I did this, it actually worked. It's really a circle altogether. The business cycle is more of a circle than anything else. Most people start with an idea. I want to do something. I want to make something. I want to build something. And they come up with an idea of what they're doing. And then they immediately launch into the build factor. Now, here's the problem with that. And you, you can take this as, as good advice or hard-earned advice. When you start building right now before you do anything else, you build on an idea. You run into the problem of stopping the momentum that an idea generates. Ideas are sometimes there is a part of an emotional aspect to them. There's a part of a physical. You feel it in your gut that this is the right idea. And you may struggle with this if you go into the build factor. Because number one, building is a great idea when you have an architectural plan that's already fleshed out and justified. The problem is that most people at this point don't build an architectural plan for how they're going to build this. They don't actually do clear designs. They start what we call prototyping. They'll start building pieces of it or they'll put it together, you know, and start going out and testing pieces of it. And that's good, but again, it's not well architected and you're going to spend a lot of time redoing things down the road. I ran into this when I was doing the B3 Accelerator program, is I built off of an idea, and that was great, but I had some areas that I wasn't getting feedback on, and, you know, my gut was telling me, "Eh, this isn't quite, it's not quite exactly where it needs to be, but I continued building and building and building, and I built on this off and on for like three years. And the problem with it is that until you have a solid idea of what you're going to build and what it's going to do for you and do for your customers, you might be just spending your time doing things that aren't going to help you. Once you get an idea, instead of focusing on building, instead of architecting it yourself, go to create offers. Think about offers as what am I going to put into a bundle that's going to make a lot of sense and over-deliver to the person that it's going to you know buy it. And this is something that if we're going into this to create offers, like for example, I have my new startup program that's actually the offers are stacked, they're broken down first into pieces. For like a solopreneur, then another one for a small office, then another one for a bigger office. And each of these adds different pieces that can be customized more easily as a starting point. You can take the starting point and customize it a lot faster by breaking down all the pieces you want to put in here. And you create a series of offers. That is something that a lot of people don't quite do. They, they go right straight to build. They go right straight to try to architect it themselves before they've actually created anything. And they're not clear on what they're going to create at the end, where they're going to have to pull pieces from. Many of my programs that I have in the Full Platinum and the Elite program are based on other programs that I've gone through, books that I've read, pieces of the puzzle that have justified my idea. They've justified it. And I can create offers because of this justification. I have more clarity of idea. I have more sense of where I might be going wrong with this. So I can create a whole series of different offers. This is key. Right there, if you can't create offers, you're going to have a single product or service that can only be used by a very narrow group of people. This isn't getting down to a niche or a niche. This is just you've limited, handcuffed yourself from your idea. You've automatically handcuffed it down to the point where if what you're going to deliver isn't something somebody wants, you're going to have a problem. So step one create an idea. Step two, create offers. Step three, this is the one where everybody also gets kind of out of order. Step three is market, promote, and advertise. Marketing is where we spend our time justifying for the customer, getting their concerns, their questions. And a lot of times this will get put down towards the very bottom of our list. Marketing and promotion is like one of the last things people do. And it's because they try to build, they have something that they think will work. Now they throw in advertising at the bottom. And it's really, you've got to market and promote early. Because now you're going to get feedback on your idea. Keep in mind, if you've built something, you're going to have to go back and rebuild it. If what you find out isn't correct. And that's going to suck because... Even if you prototype, you really may find yourself going absolutely mad and taking a much longer approach to get to your market with your product or service. But if you market and promote it now, you're going to have the opportunity to get feedback from people. You're going to have an opportunity to see who even cares about it. And you haven't invested anything. Build is almost always the most expensive aspect ...next to to advertising that you can do. Paid advertising is only used when you're a known entity. If nobody knows you, you really shouldn't be advertising. You're number one, going to be throwing your money at a problem you don't know. Number two, it's going to be non-recoverable money. Yeah, sure, you can write it off your taxes at the end of the year... But it's an expensive mistake if you don't do it correctly. Dana Derrick spoke about one of his his meetings that I was in. He spoke about how he had worked with a marketing company that was going to build up this whole marketing plan. It was going to be like $50,000 just to get this marketing plan put in place. And he said that Once they spent all this money and he spent all this money, got all this ready to go, they turned on the switch and nothing happened. It was working. Nobody came. The build it, you know, and they'll come concept. No, no, no. That didn't. That was a good example of where this didn't work. It wasn't solid enough. And nobody knew him enough. So his advertising and his marketing program all were just kind of for not at that point so it created a lot of issues and he needed more feedback and he outsourced that part of it to somebody else and well guess what people don't refund money if they did what you or they said to do and then it doesn't work that's kind of of on you first step idea second step create offers third step marketing promote advertise if you need to The fourth step, this is where you now sell and close. You haven't built anything yet. You need to find out what it is that's going to allow you to sell. You're going to have to find out how you close. What are the key objections? Uh, I keep on my wall a a simple sheet of paper that came from Stephen Larson, closing being giving logical reasons for people to act now. And these objections a lot of times will come in as, well, I'm not really ready right now. And this is where you find the, the, tra- the traction against you. Sales will slow down and stop at this point if you're not careful. If you've done your marketing, if you've done your promotion correctly, if you've created offers that are good, you can at this point make changes to them if you have to. Because again, you've invested no time in build. You've probably done a very cursory process. But remember, people don't buy products and services. They buy solutions. So if you're solving a problem, and it's a problem they have, you should be able to find it in the marketing and promotion so that when you go sell and close, your traction to the close is a lot better rather than away from the close. After the sell and close, Grant says you go to the delivery. But... I say, hold on. After you sell and close, you now have the money. You have the best leverage to make things happen. This is where you build. This is where you build. We're going to have a period of time where we have to build this in advance. We're probably, especially for a first product or service, we're going to be laying track right ahead of the train. We write module one and then we deliver module one. And then we write Module 2 and we deliver Module 2. And then we write Module 3 and deliver Number 3. And we use feedback because the next time around we're going to have to make these changes and tweaks that are going to be likely, but we're building as we go. We've already sold it, so now we can put it into play in really small doses and get our feedback quickly to solidify the idea of what we're building. Now we can prototype like crazy because we're doing small pieces. We're doing small segments. We're doing one module, not nine. We're not building nine modules. If you sell and close and then you try to build nine modules, uh, they're going to be wanting their money back. Because it's going to just take you a long time and you won't get the feedback that you need in order to move forward. So after selling clothes, we've got the build area. And this is going to be, like I said, we're laying track in front of the train, literally as the train is moving. Then we go into the delivery process. And delivery is not actually until you're done. There's so many different times that I've worked with a company and I'm, I'm thinking that I'm done. And then right at the end, something happens that I find out, causes things to skew back a little bit and I have to take a couple of steps backwards in order to move forward again. The client in my case does not consider the project done until it's done. They've already paid for a big chunk of it in advance if not all of it by this point point. and so my delivery has to be all the way to the end. And the last step in this whole business cycle is repeat. Your clients, your customers, your prospects, the repeat process, you want your clients and your customers to be prospects for another product or service. So in other words, you as a business owner, sorry, business builder, are going to be coming up with lots of lots of lots of ideas over and over again. And while your team is doing the process, and you may be the only one doing this, so it'll slow things down, but while you're creating offers, marketing and promoting, sell and close, build and deliver, you're already bringing up new ideas to either accompany this one, to be something that will go in opposite of this one. So in other words, we got a group of people that don't don't want this but they want something else so we'll give them that something else by coming up with an idea so we're going to repeat this process all over again and we're going to continually be adding new ways to deliver on the same type of material as we're building new offers we can use pieces of one offer in the marketing and advertising for example in the delivery segment we can use them to build into another product offer that we're going to get. It's going to be an add-on. One of the most interesting things that I saw, having never really dealt with Grant Cardone's information behind the scenes, is I signed on to one program. It was, I think, 600 bucks, And all of a sudden, I had like two pages of videos Hours and hours and hours and hours of information that had been used from a long time earlier. And I'm using that material as we go now. It's helping me to to continue learning things. The prospecting, the cold calling, the, the marketing, the having all the videos ready and having all the emails ready and having the checklists and everything else. These are all included in this whole section. I mean, it's pretty massive. I'm only asking for this little bit. He's only offering this little bit. And then he's adding all of these other videos into the equation. That's massive. There's massive value in there. And for something with $600 and I get tens of thousands of dollars of, of other programs for ostensibly free. All I have to do is invest my time. That's massive. I ran into the same thing with Dana Derrick's. I went and bought into his complete library of books and everything. And along with it came some of the programs that I'd already purchased. And some of them I'd purchased for, you know, quite a bit of money. But he's reusing them. They're value add. And so never think that the video you're doing today or the email you're writing today is not something you can use later on. And in fact, I find a lot of people who will reuse their material and change a few words and just change a few words, and that's it. They, re, they literally reuse everything all over again and send it to a different group of people. That's not faking it out, folks. That's using your resources wisely. You have only a certain amount of time to get to market, and the faster you can do that, the better. So you can see in going to build first is a problem. Creating offers where you can pull other material in is going to add value but you can't do that if you build everything first and then now it's locked in. You've got to think how can I offer this piece and this piece to this piece increase the overall value therefore my average cart value goes up right along with it average value per sale is a a really good number but average cart value as you're pulling in more resources and putting in more things into the offer stack you are inflating the price of whatever it is by saying something like this is $60,000 worth of programs for you we'll give them to you for four monthly payments of 499 You know, that kind of thing, where it's just massively inflated in the overall value. There's no real value to it. I mean, retail is a good price you're going to have to have in mind. But as you go through and do what you're doing... You're building these, these stacks and offers. And so that's where we're going to repeat and move our delivery down to the bottom and our build. Keep it down there right, right to the end. And we're going to build our offers and our marketing and promotion way ahead of any time we're trying to do this. So once again, the order of this is idea, number one. Number two, create offers. Number three, market, promote, and advertise. Only advertise if you're known. Sell and close. Get your money now. Because the build is going to require some money in almost every case. It's either going to be money having to go to you, money to go to expenses, money to go to vendors, money to go to employees. You're going to need that money, and it gets your money in faster. You quickly build, then you deliver, Tie up and wrap up all the pieces and then repeat. So one, two, three, four, five, six proper areas. And that build is kind of a... I just put it in there. It's sandwiched in between sell and close and deliver. So today is a good day. And I want to thank you for coming in to listen to this podcast. I do believe everybody has an opportunity to build their business and learn from the mistakes that other people have made. And in fact, success leaves clues, as Anthony Robbins says. So, for the Budding Entrepreneur Podcast, this is Randy Bridges signing off. I'm wishing you the best in your health, your wealth, your business, everything about you. Take care and have a great day. We'll see you back here on Thursday. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye now.